Stay strong. Oh my God. <laughs> That's Kyle. Stay strong. Record. We're giving each other pep talks to finish this fucking pod- podcast. You guys, welcome to the Jackie and Lori show. I'm Jackie Kasia. I'm Lori <laughs> We haven't done that in ages. Oh, I we know. have a Patreon, you guys. Oh, yeah. Thank you to our Patreons. We Why really not? appreciate it. There are, and we're, we're so far putting the money back into the show. In yeah, so far podcast, we're totally so. just putting the money back. We yeah. bought new stickers. Uh, we paid someone to work on the website. We paid. Mm-hmm. We are. Uh, We're gonna pay the... someone to do some other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, also, uh, so you're. We're just front loading. This is if this is like this is uh, the last one. Yeah, before you go to Hanoi, but um, like it's this is October. This is no, like, November fifth. This one, I know, go. but I mean, we're yeah. doing this like three weeks in advance. So, right. um, obviously, we're gonna miss uh the next uh. Louis pop in or what? Right, right. <laughs> whatever horrible is going to happen drama. in comedy. Yeah, we're yeah. Miss some it. new crazy ass drama will happen where it's revealed that Santa Claus is some sort of monster or something, <laughs> and you're like, who knew he was a comic? Um, Can you imagine if we if we did not have a podcast to tape during the whole Kavanaugh thing? Well, here's like, what, what we I'm psyched about that. is that we, yeah, I I'm psyched that we didn't. La- do a do a taping during the hearings like remember when we tried to do one of these uh the night of the election oh yeah that was terrifying it was the whole thing is i i didn't even want to air it quite yeah. honestly and um she's right back into texting i'm right back into texting because i want to find this you know i have a story to tell you promised me some stories that would eat up an hour leah Bonima. Yeah. Okay. She's been a comic of the week. Mm-hmm. Very funny. Very funny. She's opening for me at the Hamptons gig. Cool. In February. I, so I email her and I was like, I know we've met. I just, uh, I, I remember your act. I just watched it on YouTube. And uh, I was just wondering if you would, could, would open for me at the Hamptons. And she said, we not only met. <laughs> I love it. We talked at some length about our mutual love of romance novels outside of a comedy club in New York. And I was like, oh my God, I remember that conversation. (laughs) And I remember remember. her act. I just don't remember her head talking at me out of her face hole. Uh, But Leah Bonham is really funny. Yeah. We have a lot in common, you guys. And we're going to be doing that Hamptons, uh, that uh, gig in the Hamptons in February. It's February 21st, the week after Valentine's Day. Oh, that sounds fun. It'll be really fun. And, um... So I, it did make me laugh. And so that story about how I did not remember her. Wait, was this the story you promised was going to take 20 minutes and it's I already done? I did not done? promise anything was going to take 20 minutes. God. Did you want me to try for, for, for like, like, because like, on the last podcast, you're like, I got two stories. Should no, I start them now or should I wait? It leads into this other 12 second story. It's no, another right. amazing <laughs> clock eater. Uh, so, it so I t- uh, when it finally came out, I was sitting next to Bamford, and Marie goes, 
oh, it's comparable. She said, uh, and she said that I could tell this story. She said, when she first met Dana Gould, he really liked her stand-up, and he got her into the Holy City Zoo. Uh, <laughs> my God, why would anyone do that to another comic? <laughs> well, it was actually very helpful, and she was very grateful. And he did not recognize her the next time he saw her. Okay. And she said... And she completely understood it, but it was a sign, first of all, of how many people that Dana Gould helps, and he recognized her after she went up. Oh, okay. He was like, oh, I remember. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I do that, too. Yeah, you recognize people's comedy. Yes, yeah. um, So that was that story. Do you think we learn to be more vocal, like we recognize voices more than faces at some point? Because that's what we pay attention to when we're watching somebody i yeah i think it's more topics and stuff like i remember punchlines and i remember setups and i remember premises more Mm -hmm. than anything somebody okay she tweet she tweeted about it uh, vaguely and alluded to it but a tv show did somebody's act a friend of ours really yes what well i'll write it down please do because it's and the the thing is you don't uh, win by calling by, anyone out unfortunately. Right. Um, it's just every. Oh shit! Yeah. That well, sucks. you know what happened to me? Okay, so uh, I have this chunk uh, that I was working on. Like after the Kobe Bryant trial, I started talking a lot about rape. You know. Okay. Uh, based on against. Uh, uh, <laughs> about uh, based on discussions I had with Patrice O'Neill that were enraging. Okay. <laughs> so, and so one, one thing that it's on my CD and I sometimes still do it if I need the time is about uh, wouldn't it be cool if women could rape men back. And it's a, it's a long, wow. You know, that's a hell like of a premise. Like two minutes long, maybe. Okay. And there's a phrase in it that I, that I have the victim, the dude yell, lady rapist. And people would say it to me, like comics would, you yeah. know, mimic it back to me after mm-hmm. I started working it, like 2004, 2005, 2006. And, um, and then I'm watching 30 Rock and Jenna, the character Jenna says lady rapist. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, mm. I mean, that's could be. It could be parallel. Could be parallel. It's a. It's not. It wasn't a common kind of phrasing back then, right? You know, right. And that, and I was like, can I not do my joke now? Right. You know, but I was like, fuck that. I've heard some of some of my, you know, I tend to make up words or for. I mean, we all do, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I've seen them in some sitcoms, but I've I've had to just go. There's especially living here. Yeah doing showcase sets all the time and there's some goofy writer sitting in the some other comic who's also a writer a thief who, they're called thieves oh is that the is that the technical term yeah. you were correct it's uh because yeah they 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 have to know better it's not like you just slipped and did somebody's yeah, act you get desperate you got yeah. desperate and the other thing is is um <laughs> louis when Anderson, and, no, 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 I'm kidding. And I don't even know. <laughs> I, and I, I, and maybe I'm being paranoid, or maybe I'm just overthinking. But also, you know, that joke was about women raping men. Yep. So when he does that, that episode where a woman rapes him, yeah. did you ever watch that one? Nope. Okay. 
<laughs> the the woman's character was named Lori. Okay. Spelled my way. I checked in the credits. Weird. Yeah, that is a little weird. It's not like a common name, the first name you'd pick, you know? Right. I don't know. I don't know either. You know, I read for a part in his show. Uh, did and you read to be a rapist? I read to be a fat girl. Oh. I was oh, a was fat it that waitress. kind of historic uh, part where he goes out on a date with a heavy uh, gal? Uh, possibly. I, the, the, the part was actually, I think it got an Emmy. Oh, yeah, it was that part then. Yeah. Who did that? The person who did it was really good. An actress did it. She fucking fucking nailed it. Yeah. Because I did watch that episode. Yeah. uh, Because I read, and I, it was super powerful. Yeah. I mean, there was say whatever you want. Bill Cosby's really funny. No, say whatever you want. Louis, Louis, Louis C.K., he has, uh, he writes from a very, like inside of the joke, right? That's why his betrayal is so shocking and like, hurtful. Dude, I fucking know you know it's wrong. What are you doing? Right, right, Ugh. right, and write the fucking bit. Anyway, so we've talked about it on. But okay, but yeah, um, that's the other thing. Like Hillary Clinton. Now this is October fourteenth. Yes, right. Yeah. Um. So she comes out and she says that uh, Bill should not have uh, resigned because uh, um, unsolicited. She came out. Mm-hmm. She didn't just unsolicit. Like, she was say, being interviewed. Yeah, someone okay. asked her, "Don't you think?" Oh, right, right, right. And, yeah. and also that uh, Monica was an adult, so there wasn't an abuse of power. Now her husband's forty nine in the president; she's twenty two in an intern, and it's like. Yeah, there wasn't an abuse. There was an abuse of power, and how the fuck can you not see that? Right? Are you are Did you so in- blinded by your marriage that you can't see it when it's happening in your home, but mm-hmm. you can see it when everyone else does it? I don't understand that. She's smart. She fucking knows that's not right. Right. Well, twenty years later, I also want to know what has anyone asked? And you have to know, and I'm sure this is an easy guess for people. I didn't follow it real close. Uh, it didn't, as far as I was concerned, I wasn't surprised that he abused his power to get blowjobs, mm-hmm. and um, and the fact that anyone was surprised makes me think they're cute. So uh, at the time, mm-hmm. now I know that it's it's a pattern. Like you know how like we were all raised to think we were nuts. What do you mean that women? You were like, oh, you're you're paranoid. You're overreacting. Right. right. You're you're kind of nuts. Yeah. If you think oh, that this is happening all the time. Yeah. And that's what I mean. I remember thinking, oh, I'm I'm probably being nuts. I'm probably overreacting. So don't don't overreact is what I remember telling myself about the blowjob. Yeah. But I would like to know what uh, Monica Lewinsky has said about it that she was coerced. I don't know that she's commented that far on it i think she has been talking about the bullying afterwards and yeah well there was yeah the the the, the yeah, repercussions of it somebody, were all somebody tweeted the only person i want to hear about this from about this is monica Lewinsky. that's don't want to hear I from agree. hillary don't want to hear, hear from bill i don't um did you listen to slow burn no. season two they do the clinton impeachment it's fascinating okay and the last episode is an interview with Juanita Broderick. You know who she is? Okay, so she accused him of raping her 
basically meet uh let's meet oh let's go to the hotel room and meet and then he pushes her on the bed and has sex with her rapes her and then did did it again. he goes i'm gonna do it one more time and the way she remembered that i was like that's a weird thing like that's a thing that happened because of the way she remembers it yeah like he says something like i'm gonna go again or something like that where yeah yeah you're like you wouldn't make that up because it's strange and it's and something weird and yeah and you're, we're gonna believe her anyway at this point just because who's lying about this shit there's so well, a lot of people didn't believe her and when she came out she started being used by both sides and ken star ended up not being interested in her story because his his focus was very narrow he's trying to find out um i think at this point about lewinsky only or but it wasn't it didn't involve rape so it's okay. like we're not interested that's maybe, not my mandate maybe it was something about the, so, so so she goes and land. tells this entire story and you know republicans aren't interested and democrats are horrified and everyone's like get away um and then the people that are do become interested are like conservative bottom feeders and so she becomes um she recants you know and then, right. and then, but you know, you're going to do that if all of a sudden your life is destroyed. You yeah, just yeah. want to go get this all away from me. Right. You guys all fucked me over. Never mind. Never mind. Exactly. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. So now she's not unrecant. But to me, every, every reaction she's had seems totally credible to the way people respond to these allegations, you know? Yeah. Especially if you're, you know, Christine Blasey Ford's a fucking doctor and and she understands psychology the way she could explain her own reactions. It's yeah. like she actually got a PhD to be able to explain herself. Right. Juanita Broderick isn't that on that level intellectually. Right. You know? Who, so what does she do? I don't know. What her work was. Okay. I don't know. But she was a Clinton volunteer. That's okay. how they that's how they that's met. That's how they met. Anyway, it's it's credible. Yeah. You know, and the dudes he he did shitty he did something shitty. Right. At least but one why, time, why if not they, more. The thing is is so they ask to ask someone why they stay with their spouse when they know that they're a piece of shit mm-hmm. is abuse of another kind. You know? Right. You're just like um I mean, I understand the, the the excuse that they could have is like, well, this decision was made. How could she decide how to do anything right? Well, uh, I don't know. 11,000 years of uh, people being with jackasses. How about that? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I've known, I've known enough people that have been in terrible relationships mm-hmm. that have stayed in them. Mm-hmm. And if you ask them, why are you staying? Like... I had a friend who uses used people, probably still does. Uh, we are no longer friends because <laughs> it was exhausting. And she would use people, and quite honestly, ad- and throw them away. And men would stay with her, and and those guys would come to me and talk about how great she was, but she was driving them nuts. Mm-hmm. And Are you secretly talking about me right now? I am secretly talking about the okay. series of men that you have <laughs> strewn uh, around Burbank. <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, I just, it's, it, it, it's what every conversation I ever had with one of her boyfriends or husbands mm-hmm. uh, was essentially me going, yeah, you gotta, you gotta call it. You gotta wrap it up. 
she isn't good for any of us. I don't know why any of us are hanging out with her. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yet we all did for a long time. And it was, I don't know what Hillary Clinton should have done. I know what she did do, mm-hmm. which is she just kept going. Like she just did her job. Right. And she stayed in her relationship because she also came from a time when you did not divorce. You're like politically. Right. Ronald Reagan was divorced and remarried, but had been remarried for 25 years. Right, right, right. So as a game, in, in game mechanic terms, to divorce Bill Clinton felt like you were breaking the game. Mm-hmm. Like it was better to just stick it out and try to get things done the way you're getting things done. And I don't know anything about their personal relationship. And for the love of God, if you do, don't tell me. Because <laughs> I can't. I can't know. Um, but I do wish that I, the only person I do want to hear from is Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. Because if she felt forced, then I think that, I mean, that. N- I don't n- think n- she, I don't think it's forced. I think it's coerced. When you're 22. And the guy's 49 and he's a president of the United States. That just shouldn't be happening. And I know she's technically an adult, mm-hmm. but that he should have known way better. Because she, you can't expect a lot of 22 year olds to know better. Well, I think that, that we know here that his was the abuse of power. Right. And his was the in, inappropriate activity. And in the case of that other woman, clearly criminal activity. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, but I but asking Hillary about it is weird. Yeah, it just it feels like bait. I, I think yeah, it feels of like it baiting. Was, yeah, yeah. And, but it was also like in light of you know in light of the Me Too movement and you know whatever. yeah. I don't know. In the, yeah, I know the whole Me, me Too. You did you hear the hymn too? Yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> I'm exhausted by how complicated it all is, though. Right, because it shouldn't be this complicated. We just want to be people. Yeah, and, and and the coming the people coming back, you know, Matt Lauer, are they coming back and and why can we just stop worrying about them? Like yeah. they've got enough money. Can, right. can we just They can about- start a podcast. Have they ever <laughs> thought about starting a podcast? <laughs> oh my god. Of all like of Matt Rose, Charlie er, Matt Lauer, <laughs> Charlie Rose and Louie, a podcast together. Oh my god. I have this to say. Mm-hmm. I have a. Um, what else happened? Oh, that there's a new Comedy Central show uh, from uh, from the, a Comedy Cellar stand-up show. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I assume it's, it's going to be topical stand-up stuff, comedy. right? I thought is it, it. I thought it was more. The emphasis is more on topical material. Oh, interesting. Um, which should be good because then you you don't you know you don't burn, you it, burn it. You could burn it. It's no big deal because right. it's going to be burnt anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, that was the one bit of industry news that I have. <laughs> you guys got anything? I don't know. Oh God! Uh, how about this? I'm I'm looking into getting new headshots, mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Maria was I was telling Maria if you get new headshots, <laughs> she said that somebody one of the clubs asked her for new headshots, and then used an old. She said, and then they used the old hot lady headshots, <laughs> and then I showed up. And they're like, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> he said, just just use that if you're going to use that. Why, uh-huh. do, why do I have to get new headshots? So you're like, oh, we don't like how she looks anymore. Let's use the old headshot. 
It's it's fun to track your face as as yes. you get older, right? Because oh. as you get funnier, like yeah, right. <laughs> Boom, nose gets longer. Right, my nose seems to have grown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I had uh, essentially it was like a stress dream, but it was a heckler dream. Mm. And uh, this how this how much time I've spent with Maria Bamford lately is that uh, I told her my dream. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear your fucking dream. And now I'm going to tell you two my dream. Oh, my God. Um, well, we got time. What time is it? We are 20 minutes in. Oh, my God. 20? That, that seems early. Anyway, uh, so I had a stress dream mm-hmm. about uh, that for some reason I was on CNN talking to some right-wing nutbag. Yeah. And... Um, I just started treating him like a heckler mm-hmm. and I drove him nuts. You know how like when you, when you are actually working with a heckler and yeah. you're trying to get them to leave. Yeah. That's what I was doing. And in the dream, he pulled out a gun mm-hmm. and um, I literally said in the dream, I wonder if this will get me booked on helium <laughs> at helium. Am I in a dream right now? No, you're in a nightmare. Okay. It's a nightmare that won't let <laughs> A 40 I have wondered nightmare. though, how would um, like if you look at Tucker Carlson? You ever watch Tucker get the Carlson? Right response from you from this helium crack. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Kyle laughed. <laughs> it's all I'm. It's, I'm taking it home with me. <laughs> Tucker, Tucker Carlson. He he'll do a split screen interview, so you're not like at a table with him, you know, um, and he. I think he he. He would be tough to best on his show because he's figured out how to fuck people over. Oh, on know? his show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If like, you were a guest on a show. Like, I think a lot of comics would be like, no, I got this. I can take this guy down. But it's like, no, you're in his house. You're not at a comedy club. Right. And he's um, he's going to start flipping things around. And he's not. you're not in the same room with him. You're staring into a camera and you can't see him. Because I think... When, although this wasn't the case, they weren't on a split split screen, but when Michael Avenatti was on the show with him, they yeah. just chironed it as creepy porn lawyer. <laughs> I have a bad had it with Avenatti, by the way. Oh, he's, uh, he's yeah, he is breaking his own. I mean, there's, the thing is, is he was great and he's, and he's good at what he does. Yeah. But if he wants to go into this next level. No. He has to start over a little bit. And it's like when a comic moves here from Indianapolis and it's like, I'm a big fucking deal in Indianapolis. You guys won't put me on all your coolest shows. <laughs> right. No, no, they won't. You have to reinvent the wheel a little bit. You just have to prove yourself in a yep. new in a new room. And Avenatti refuses to do it. You know, you're just like, you don't know what Robert's rules are. You don't know. He, you know, he's he knows how to. Robert's rules. Yeah, I always picture all these committees and all these meetings. Oh, I see. It's just a pain in the ass. But I mean, he's he's essentially it would be it would be like Donald Trump, where I don't want any more. I'm tired of drama. I'm tired yeah. of having to check Twitter every day to see what the president said, and I don't want another per- person who's going to act like that. Yeah, please, just fucking. No. Pass legislation and be fucking effective. Why don't you appoint all of the ambassadors? How about that? <laughs> Why don't you do any number of things that are not being f- like? There's like 300 positions, like real positions in the government. Yeah, that are empty. Do you know what's weird? It's it's. <laughs> do you feel like 
since we've been following like politicians, I mean, politicians and journalists, I feel co- very connected to a lot of journalists now, you know, like I read a lot of their stuff and I think, oh, maybe I would have been a journalist had I just gone a different way, you know? Yeah. And now this guy's like kidnapped and dismembered and. Oh, right. The guy in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah. The Saudi guy. Khashoggi. Yep. And um, I'm just saying, you know. I could well. have been kidnapped and dismembered, guys, but instead I chose comedy. <laughs> exactly. You're welcome. Are you going to get into the helium rooms? Um, so you have to let that go. I know. Well, you don't have to let it go. I don't have to let it go. I'll let it go when you let go of Letterman. Um. <laughs> what an asshole. Just a, just a roundhouse oh. kick out yeah. of it. Well, from- <laughs> just defending myself. Just defending myself entirely. <laughs> How about this? Uh, headliner comes into the green room. When's this? Um, some gig I just did with Bamford probably okay. a week or two ago, uh-huh. and uh, but he's uh, we're in some one of the smaller towns, and uh, he uh, it wasn't Buffalo Helium, whatever, but uh, <laughs> that uh, but he just comes in to say hi, but literally just holds forth like he doesn't ask about like. He, He's a local headliner. He's not on the show. He's a he's a national headliner. He lives here in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, and yeah, yeah, yeah. he um, he literally I couldn't figure out if he was um, looking for a oh. set. If he was looking oh, for a he set, he was definitely looking for a set. Oh, was he? I think so. I mean, I know I would have been, but I would yeah. have asked. Yeah, I would have just said, "Hey, can I?" Did do he want to be asked? Maybe a girl likes to be asked. I think he wanted to be asked. <laughs> Did you do that on this podcast or the last one? I don't know. <laughs> it's our second one, you guys. It's, uh, but the, yeah, so that was, but it was weird because he, and then he didn't stay for the show. That's weird. So yeah. Wait, so he, he went to. He came out to the club specifically to say hi. Oh, no one comes out to a club to say hi. Unless right. They he want wants a set. a set, right? Oh my God. <laughs> I know it's a lot. And uh, hey, don't worry about it, listeners. Well, you, know, uh, you wouldn't have known that name. <laughs> so You should, though. He's, he's... No, he's a good guy. Yeah. He's a good comic. Um, but he's just, he's like the rest of us. He just wants a set. I know. But, he, but here's the thing. Gotta use your words. You're grown up. Did I ever tell you about this one? And if she says no, don't sweat it. <laughs> I was at, oh, okay. I have to I have to hide a lot of details. Okay. Um, I'm sure this guy doesn't listen to this podcast. I'll tell you. I'll show you. Tell you who it is. <laughs> but I'm I'm headlining a club. Yep. Do you know this guy? Oh, I know his name. I don't know okay. him. So. So I'm headlining a club, and yeah. um, he comes out. He's like, hey, I'm going to stop by, you know, say hi. I'm like, okay, great. And uh, <laughs> I don't care, you know? Yeah. Right, live your life. Yeah. You could, You're hey, not we could consider friends. this email a hi. You yeah. got to say it like a person. <laughs> yeah. So he comes, and he's dressed very, really dressed nicely. Oh, is Like he? in a suit. Yeah. And I go, uh, do you want to do a set? I figured that was his comedy outfit. Right. He goes, no, 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 I'm just here to watch. And then he, that's what he did. And then afterwards, he was like hanging out. And I and I thought, oh, my God, I think he thinks this is a date. I think he's hitting on you. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had to be an asshole and just be like, oh, I'm so tired. I got ready to do it, you know. <laughs> Don't make me be what? like that. 
Well, he well he brought his A game. You weren't into it. That's fine. <laughs> he could have just again used his words. Though I was thinking about um, how the onus is on dudes so hard. Yeah, that they have to ask, right? Right. They're they're expected to ask people out, and and it leads to this power disparity, and it leads to this, but it also leads to like like the the rejection. Unless you're trained. But it's weird. It's like, I'm I'm coming to your hometown to do sets. I'm not coming out to date you. I didn't book this week to date you. Like, Sure you did. No, you didn't. Why, who would <laughs> ever do like, that? Why would someone think, oh, let's, let's make it a date? Right. It was just strange. It is strange, but it's always strange. I mean, I don't, I mean, we're all such terrible social beings. That's true. And like, just think of, of every of every dude that's ever just been like, well, I guess we're all just sitting around, you know, make out. And you're like, no. Uh, and the weird thing is, is I've said that to dudes. <laughs> like, I'm like, well, sound. are we all just sitting around? You guys want to, it's one of the, another reason number 3012 to stop drinking. My, and, my uh, Lyft driver in New York was like, you know, when you coming back in town, I'm like, dude, <laughs> dude, can I just be friendly? Can I, can <laughs> right. I just can be just friendly chat? without us hooking up later on? Right. right. Come on. Right. I had a couple of very nice hit lift drivers this, this trip. It's like you have to be so careful. Like, yeah. not to, I'm tired. Of, can I just, I thought, hey, I'm 53. I can have a conversation without right. worried about being Nobody hit on now. Nobody wants in on this anymore. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Well, so, guess what? Sometimes they do. Sometimes like, they do. I'm being friendly because I'm old, okay? And there's no fucking chance this is happening and you shouldn't be into me. <laughs> All right. God dang. Oh, my God. Like, wh- when can you be friendly? Can Betty White be friendly without getting hit on? No. No, I bet you any number of dudes are like, no, I want to tap that. <laughs> and uh, And I said tap. Okay, so, but it was like, it is... Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird thing that 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 we're all sort of raised to be sexual forever now, you know? I I remember back in the 80s, I think it was, there was an old guy and when I say an old guy, he was probably 40. Right. And uh yeah. and he said his premise was great. It was this thing about how he couldn't wait to be really old yeah. when he didn't have to think with his dick anymore. Right. And it was a great. Uh, uh, have you heard that promise? No. Other huh? guys talk about. It was. A, I wish I could remember the guy because uh, I haven't heard it since. If it's you, if you're out there, I'm so sorry. I forgot your name because <laughs> it was a great premise. And it's 30 years later. You are 70. I hope you're, you're not that taking guy. Viagra. Yeah. Yeah. I hope Maybe you just. He, what if he listens to our podcast and jerks off to it? <laughs> Even his dream didn't come true. I don't want to know anyone doing that. I don't want to know. That is between you and your God and your sock pillow or whatever the hell is happening. Um, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I bought a bunch of books to go to uh, Vietnam with. Yeah. I read three of them already. It's very sad. Jesus, you're a fast reader. Well, I, I, what I like to do is I like to get the gist, and then I have to go back if they're any good. And oh, they okay. aren't, weren't that great. It was oh. two romance novels. They were okay, but I left them in D.C. And then I accidentally left uh, the John D. McDonald thriller book that I started 
but it isn't good enough for me to buy again. I mean, there's probably 30 I of them. I did that. I left at um, at the Acme Hotel. Yeah. I left... Um, Oh, it's the it's the book about the murders of Osage County. I don't I forget what it's called. That's nonfiction, right? Oh, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, and uh, I I talked to them on the phone, and I was like, "Oh, it's going to cost me six bucks to get the book back. I'll just buy the book again." But I never did. Right. So I don't know how the story turned out. Uh, I mean, people a lot were of people murdered. Were murdered. <laughs> I did, uh, but it, it led to the creation of the FBI because they were starting. Oh. they were starting co- to connect the dots. These uh, natives, uh, Americans, were um, they they were given this shitty res- uh, reservation land, and yep. it turns out it was on top of oil. So they became incredibly wealthy, and white people just started murdering them, including one guy married a native woman and murdered her. And wow, it was like a long laid? con. That is the longest con ever. He's like, Horrible. I kind of like you, but I want all your money and I want you to be dead. Yeah. Um, when was this? In the 20s? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what states? Uh, Oklahoma. Wow. And then the murders went to other places. But they, they for a while, they... they 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 figure they it took them a while again and then I lost the book to figure out this is sort of an organized and it was connected thing by a lot of white people yeah horrible horrible white people uh, God, every day a new reveal awful. yeah uh, I the only book I ever <laughs> on a lighter note mm-hmm. the only book I ever left before this book was probably in like two thousand and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it would have been 2003. Great story. Uh, the uh, I left uh, the Galapagos Kurt Vonnegut book on the subway in New York City. That's a perfect book to leave on a subway, though. Well, you probably made for someone else. Night. No, yes. but I mean, someone's like that. Someone, I bet someone found that and they needed that book exactly that night. It's true. When it you're writing the 12... subway, you're yeah, you're, you're in a space. Yeah, it's a good place to read a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not buy the book again until like 2012, mm-hmm. um, and I finished it. It was kind of disappointing. Oh. I think you know there was a long, <laughs> there was a bit of a bit of a lag. I didn't start over. I should have started over. It was six years later. It's like ten when years you, later. You start a joke and someone heckles you and you deal with it and then you're then you try to finish a joke again just to see like, oh. hey, can this joke handle a three minute intermission <laughs> between setup and punchline? Sometimes it can. If it's, <laughs> if it's a good joke. Sometimes it can. Sometimes you have to you you have to kind of you know you gotta, you gotta just, it, go back thirty seconds. Or just let it go. Or you know what? You guys aren't going to hear that one tonight. Sorry. You don't get it. You're not going to get that joke. Come back tomorrow. But you did get to see me slam a drunk guy. And I think that's really what you're here for. <laughs> Why do we the- even write jokes? All they want us to do is tell drunk people their dumb shits. That's really what the audience wants from us. Not the best audiences. <laughs> the best audiences really want to hear me meander around no, some weird... they want one person to be an asshole and they want to see <laughs> you crush that person and they want to witness it and be part of it and the cheer when that person is humiliated and has to leave. The beautiful thing about stand-up comedy is that every audience is different mm-hmm. and there are some audiences that would like you to moita completely physically moida someone in the audience i don't know mm-hmm. why i used that voice in the end but it was i don't know but you me. committed to it i did i went twice yeah what are we looking at 34. let's do the comic of the week yes chanel ali chanel ali who is from philadelphia okay this is the video here's here's what happened i was looking for people to open for me in the hamptons 
and a hundred comics like everybody was like and you wanted a female and i wanted the woman and a comic to open and um the the suggestions her name came up twice Mm -hmm. and uh, a couple other that will also become comics of the week came up twice as well so i started watching her videos on youtube and i was like oh yeah yeah she could totally I would love that. I would be honored if she would open for me. I picked Leah because um, she also got two votes. Yeah, and uh, and then it turns out we're friends, and I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the um, but Chanel Ali is very funny. Yeah, so she gets the consolation prize of being of the comic, comic of the, of the week. week. <laughs> Go out there, find her. I think she's in New York now. I know she is actually because cool. I l- asked for New York comics. Yeah, and but she's clearly originally from Philadelphia because w- the last video that I watched of hers, weirdly enough, at the Philadelphia Helium, mm-hmm. and it was from 2014. Oh my god! <laughs> enough. He's, How many heliums are there? He's got six clubs. That's six, six? weeks. Holy five or six. Shit. Yeah, five or six clubs. Hey, that's five weeks of work. The guy that you called. To call him out on his behavior. He owns a couple of clubs, right? Um, you know who I'm talking about. No. Uh, this guy. That guy. Remember you got involved in the... Yeah. Did, have you ever worked either of his rooms since you got no. involved? And no. you were just roped into that. You, yeah. You... That's annoying. It is annoying because uh, the clubs are good. Yeah. And... Um, have you tried... Like I've said to Vales. Yeah. And no yes. response. No. That sucks. Yes. But uh I may just uh do what people do, which is just book a small venue mm-hmm. in and I've been looking into Saturdays. Oh cool. Yeah, <laughs> what, we have to what book about some Toronto? revenge gigs. What about Toronto? you know, uh I got asked to do the comedy bar up in Toronto. Yeah. And there's a Saturday in there. Uh, would you want to fly to Toronto and do two shows on a Saturday? Two podcasts, two stand-up shows. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'd have to take a red-eye out on Friday to Toronto? Oh, yeah. Is that possible? Is there a, a Or do you non-stop? like the idea of, of of a flight on a Saturday to the West Coast? Is that, is that, uh, that more of That might be a, a little better. <laughs> Does that sound more fun? Yeah. Okay, well, then I'll keep my fucking gig in Toronto. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And I'll live the the life that I'll live because um, the Ian Atlas is the guy who yeah. books the comedy bar, and it's great. It's great gig. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, a Thursday, gig. Friday, Saturday. It's yeah. five shows, and um, he is super supportive and really good egg. What and night is it? What it would have been a Saturday. What Saturday? In February, I think. Oh yeah, we'll be in production again. Yeah, um, but. Uh, we could also just organize something else, you know, yeah. on a hiatus week or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, but we, let's try to pick towns where the clubs won't book us and hopefully we'll make, we'll make a lot of money at some little black box theater. So really many just... choices. There's so <laughs> many choices for me just... of towns that won't book <laughs> yeah. us. Oh my God. It's the entire map of the United States. It's really open to open. us. Open. The world is our oyster, Laurie Kilmartin. And uh, I don't know, have you ever worked New Orleans? No. Is there a club there? Nope. But uh, there's venues. Ooh, that'd could, be cool. Yeah, we could go to New I Orleans. there is this comedy scene in New Orleans, though, right? There is. Yeah. There's a, a, a respectable comedy there, scene there. There used to not be, but like there was a there's a Funny Bone in Baton Rouge. Did you ever work that one? No. Oh, 
awful. It was, it was in a, it was like in a barn. Mm-hmm. And I think, do you know who booked it? It was Miller, Rich Miller. No, this is before Miller. It oh, might yeah? have been, maybe, maybe I don't know. Was it? Maybe it was Miller. But he there- wouldn't book. It was during the nineties, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so it was Rich Miller. Yeah, he wouldn't book me. He said that I was too smart for it. Well, and I, I was, was like, I will dumb it down. I was dumb enough for this crowd. <laughs> but the I think the MC it was the MC was one of those guys that MC'd every week and felt like it was his club and his yeah. gig and his audience, mm-hmm. and he just did a shitload of local stuff. And like, I don't know what the fuck he was saying with that fucking Cajun accent. Like, I was like, what's happening? Am I in America? Oh my god, it was so bad and then wow. i remember my only solace during the day was the pool and the the pool sucked oh i'm like why am i here it's a bad hood ornament right <laughs> that's what that is but i drove out to it and that was kind okay. of fascinating Just, you drove from san francisco to yeah i did i think i had some other gigs along the way that's but there was still like a ton of uh, alligator. I uh, just remember a ton of bill. Like every company used an alligator to sell their shit. Like the closer <laughs> you got to Louisiana, Gator Cell Service or whatever it was, it was just like, oh my god, everyone's got an alligator. Right. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> it, they didn't have like throw an okra. And, and then <laughs> I don't know. Like, my so I I was I remember being stuck in traffic. It was like this like a. Uh, two lane highway you know and no one, one was moving no one was moving so somehow I was talking to somebody else in another car like we were just sitting getting out of our cars yeah and the lady said there's been a table rick and <laughs> I was like rick? what <laughs> and she said it three more times and then I realized she said terrible wreck oh my I god I swear to god she said table rick <laughs> And so I wrote a little thing about it on, right. on my website. Yeah, yeah. And then my dad sent me a lot. I just came across this thing when mm-hmm. I was going through some memories in New York. My dad had taken a, an article out of a newspaper of a, of a wreck and he wrote table Rick on it. And oh, okay. it to me. Yeah. That is nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I always wanted to, I've never been to Louisiana. I've never been to New Orleans. Yeah. I've never been to Baton Rouge. I've never been to New Orleans. Um, I here's another place I want to go. Let's just plan some destination comedy. Uh, Key West. I did oh. a show in Key West one time for Comedy Central. Yeah, there's and, gigs out there. Uh, yeah, it was down by where um, some six-toed cats of Hemingway live. Anyway, oh, yeah, it's uh, but it was super down the coast, down the Keys, and it was. Um, it was such, I, I have such a beautiful memory. Not of the gig. The gig was uh, whatever it was, right? It the was nicer weird the place, tent. the worse the gig's going to be for some yeah. reason. Yeah. I remember when I used to stay the shittier the hotel, I was like, oh, the better the cable. <laughs> like the TV was always better. Mm-hmm. It was small solace for having cigarette holes in, in the in the everything. But um, I remember it was such a beautiful. I still, I'm still on their mailing list. Is this mm-hmm. weird, um, uh, like a resorty kind of thing? But mm-hmm. it wasn't. It was more like a, like a, a motel. Remember that weird gig in Phoenix that uh, Howard Hughes used to put you up at the hotel? I never did it. Okay, it was a beautiful. It was one of these. 
And you could get the massage therapist to come to your room. Yeah. And it was Key West, so it was windy and and humid oh. instead of just humid. And, right. And so I just remember it was one of the most beautiful days of my life. <laughs> I would like to recreate that with you. Ah! What? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was me and Fluffy. We. Uh, it was me and... Uh, oh, Gabriel. Uh, Iglesias. Okay, yeah. And, uh, and we... We both flew into the Miami airport, and I think I've told this story on this podcast, but here we go again. Uh, and we both took separate limousines. I have not heard this. I would be. I would have been uh, that. I would have had a memory, a neural pathway of intense jealousy. What? Yeah. So we get there, and we get to the. We're on the same flight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get off. I I had just met him. It was in 2003. Yeah. We both done our half hour specials. Yeah. And um, at this point, you're equals in the business. To some extent, yes, right? Yeah. Bill Burr did his that, that year as well. Right. And uh, we see how it all went for the three of us. <laughs> and uh, so... Congratulations to those guys. How did they do it? <laughs> how did it work out? Why did it work out the way it did? <laughs> anyway, so... Um, but so any so the 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 driver comes up to me and he's like and I said oh the limo guy's here and Gabriel says weirdly enough Gabriel says oh I always get my own limo oh my god what do you and I said wait we're going then? to the same I always get my own limo yeah he said I always get my in two thousand three yeah he was a feature at that point right <laughs> I have no idea no fuck? he was but I said oh my god you're gonna be famous. Um, because <laughs> if you have that kind of balls to ask for what you want and need, oh my god, why wouldn't you? Yeah. So, um, oh. um, that reminds me, I did this. Uh, this guy, this guy from Chicago, opened a club in Phoenix, and I forget what it was called. It was something that was open for like a year. Phoenix will do that to you. It's yeah. weird. He came down from Chicago. Nice guy. And uh, I think it was the week I was working with Barry Diamond. And I told you he was crazy. But it was also like the, whatever the show night, it it was this, the week started the same night of the Oklahoma City bombings. Fuck. <laughs> What's the worst show? Huh. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like we're. It's like 99. We're, we're doing a Wait, set. A, yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma City just got bombed. Right. Children are dying. There's like a fucking preschool. And we're doing a show tonight? Are you fucking serious? Is this Oklahoma City? It is not. We got a room to fill. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm sure I And those I'm assholes channeling. people showed up. Right. Do you know that that's another city we could do is Oklahoma City. Yes. Because they have a very nice uh, comedy scene there. Yeah, they so, they caught McVeigh. It's a safe place now. <laughs> well, uh, the first time I went there t- where I headlined, they uh, the young, the comics there put up shows. Yeah. And, I, and um, they took me to the memorial. Wow. Super powerful because the memorial, essentially, there's a chair for every person who died. Oh, my God. And some of the chairs? Tiny. Yeah. When I, Literally fucking chilling. Yeah. I was in, uh, I, to, I think I told you this before, and I was in Tucson the day Gabby Giffords was shot. It was a Saturday. Oh, that's right. And I, I was like, oh, the shows were canceled, right? <laughs> not only that they not canceled, sold out. <laughs> Gary Bynum. He's just like, oh, this, we're a cash cow. He sold <laughs> out. And Gary's like, don't mention the shooting. <laughs> 
I got taquitos to sell. Oh my god. He is god. not wrong. He is everyone needed a moment away. Oh my god. I certainly didn't want to perform the week after the election. I did uh, the comedy works for the first oh. for the first time. Hopefully someone else will cancel and I will get booked there again. Cuz I had a lovely time. Yeah. I love that comedy works. Mm-hmm. It's such a good club. Never worked it. And uh we could do Denver. <laughs> we could go into Denver on a on a Denver is one of the places I'm doing with Conan. Oh, are you? Maybe that'll help me get into the comedy works. All right, I think I'm doing Boulder with Maria. Oh, neat! When? Uh, February. Oh, cool. I just updated my calendar today because okay. sorry, I had I'm not a, on it right now. Well, right now, well, because I it was all it was all mixed because I come back. This is going to go up the fifth, right. right? I guess. Yeah. Uh, I land. Tomorrow, the 6th. Right. Or I think I land today, the 5th. Whatever, I have one day home. You're and back. then mm-hmm. I go on the road with Brian Regan. Oh, how are you going to do? Are you going to do any practice sets? I have a set in Bangkok. And so you'll be, you'll be down for two weeks? Yeah. Comedy wise? Yeah. Can you do a set tonight? Uh, I mean, not maybe. now tonight, but when but you land. When this lands? Probably. I'd like to. Yeah, maybe you I got to. pick up a 15 or 20. You got to. Yeah, because it's just fifteen to twenty. I know, but, but I'd just like to do a fifteen. Wet. You to don't 20. want to be on yeah. stage for the first time in front of a Brian Regan audience, you know? Yeah, like seven thousand people in Duluth. Right? No. Okay. Yeah. It's it's Duluth. No matter how tired you are, you Minneapolis, have to do Rochester. <laughs> oh my god! And then Winnipeg. Well, you're flying from Hanoi, and then you get back here to LA for a day, and then you go to you're going to the East Coast to Duluth, Midwest. Oh my god! Yeah, that's brutal. You're not wrong. Um, but I took the gig. Of course. I didn't oh, yeah. know how to not take the no, gig. Dude, of course you take well, the gig. Well, who am I talking to? You two. <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking to anyone sane. <laughs> Everyone sane We're is just like, saying what are it's going to suck. But yeah, you fucking take the gig, dude. <laughs> Brian, if you're listening, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you use bands in town to promote gigs? Do I use bands? The bands what? in town. It's like... Oh yeah. no, I haven't. I haven't tried. I think is some it good? Comics are. I just haven't gotten into it. But yeah, okay. And it's called bands in town. Yeah, because I think people that are. Yeah, but people that like are into it, it'll suggest comics that are also in town. If you're hooked into it, like if, okay, if people are it's looking for, for people who are looking for that live, night live yeah. things to go see. So there's no cool bands. Oh, but Jackie Cation's in town or something. Oh, that's a good idea. I don't know. You know what else you can do is you can I make little recordings that I haven't done. I have a, I have two things I haven't done. I have not d- used my mailing list in about two months. Uh huh. Um, an email list. An email list okay. that several people have joined recently. But every time I send out an email list, two things happen. One, some people quit it. Uh huh. And other, uh, I get news from comics that I didn't know were on the list. Oh man, <laughs> going. You're really working a lot. And uh, oh no. I don't know what it means. It means who books, who books that? That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. It does mean that. But I think everyone knows that you could just ask me. It's not like I'm hiding who books things. Somebody um I don't know if she, she used to uh she was subscribed to comic comedy clubs um websites to see when they were giving out free tickets like who you know, if someone's, are they dumping free tickets uh, yeah. to a Saturday show for this comic and yeah. kind of use that as leverage to go, hey, you know, I know this person isn't selling out, you know, and oh. why aren't you booking me or stuff like that? 
That's not that's not wrong. That's not wrong at all. That sounds like a like a hell of a. Doesn't every gig you see you, you automatically think, oh, it's great, they're killing, and it's sold out shows, and then you know you find out that they they were you know desperately trying to get anyone in a lot to of the paper late show yeah just yeah selling taquitos and booze mm-hmm. um literally there was a club outside of colorado that i used to do called wits end i the used C- to do wits end it's, we've He's done the all this guy that headlined me it's a john club. cooney i never did get to meet him oh really yeah i never met him uh i got in on the gig it was it was the condo was the worst he kind of looked like whitey bulger <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> He's that uh, Boston mobster that um, he was just is caught recently. Uh, white hair. <laughs> okay. Just caught recently in Santa Monica, like the last three years. But he was on the run for like 20 years. And he wow. was played by a version of him was played by Jack Nicholson in The Departed. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. No, it's. Uh... So wit's end. Yeah. So the, um, they were the ones who had the worst food. They had frozen oh, yeah. taquitos from Costco. Yeah. And um, they would literally just go to Costco and buy packages of frozen food and then nuke it. And then How sell it to people. How can you fuck up Costco food? Because it's usually pretty good. And they fucked it up. It yeah. wasn't good. Uh, I was just uh, talking to that art young artist who did my cover. Mm-hmm. And she had just been to japan and she was talking about how great the food at the 7-elevens was it is good i had a lot of my meals at the 7-eleven i was telling her that because i was like i'm not going near sushi yeah and everything sushi there right she said it's different it's an amazing experience it's not bad at all and uh, i was like stop talking to me and i went oh yeah i went on a on a like a dinner like um Allison Floral, who used to be the writer's assistant at Conan, had a friend in Japan. She's like, oh, call her up. And I normally would never do that, but I was so lonely by day three. Yeah. I was like, someone speak English to me. <laughs> right. So she, um, and she's Japanese and American. And, okay. Uh, so she goes back and forth all the time. And so they took me out to dinner with some other friends of theirs from Japan, from China. And the, it was like a communal table and they just kept bringing stuff out. And one of the... um this, the entrees was horse meat. And I was like, no, thank you. More rice, please. I like, you I like try what you guys do with rice. What? You didn't try it? No. Well, it's, I mean, it's already dead. Well, yeah, but I don't want to eat a horse. <laughs> what if it's well prepared? No, no, you know no, no, can, no. You know how cute kangaroos are? I'll tell you something. What? When, when they, when they stew it. It's really nice. Oh my god! I had no, really good. They have pouches. <laughs> I know. But for some reason, I don't want to eat other marsupials. I only want to eat kangaroo. Um, you know who um, I saw last night, uh, which will be like three weeks from now. Now was Lana Turner. She was very funny. Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hadn't seen her in a while. She had some uh, good stuff, man. She used to be married to Ralphie. Which I was going to say, she used to be married to Freddie Asparagus. I am 170 years old. Freddie Asparagus? Remember Freddie Asparagus? No. From the 80s? No. He was the Ralphie May of the 80s. Oh, okay. And uh, But he was very funny. He was a friend of um, Kinnison's and Carla Beau. Oh, okay. And, uh, well, and she had some guys. funny stuff about it. it was, oh, yeah. It was pretty good. Was, she did was... The Dork Forest. Oh, what was her? And it, her dorkdom, she wanted it to be how much she hated Ralphie May. <laughs> <laughs> you 
because they were recently divorced. And I said, that cannot be your dorkdom because uh, this is a positive show (laughs) about things you like, not things you hate. Go on Carmen Morales' show. And and so she talked about her favorite cities to travel to in the world. And I can't remember any of them, but it was a delightful... Beverly D'Angelo did something similar. Okay. I love people who are like, I like to travel. Let me tell you about Florence. And you're like, please, please do. Wow. And um, Kyle, how much time have we done? We are at 55. So close. I'm so so tired. What do you, do you think that many dramas have happened that we did not get to touch? We're not touching on it. We're not. It's almost like it's a peaceful time. We live in a little bubble. <laughs> we That's right. A, three weeks from now, a little bubble, nothing happened. <laughs> it's we're, we're living in our current shit show. Nothing. It, it couldn't possibly get worse. Yeah. The, the worst thing that happened was Na- Nikki Haley quit the UN. We're still reeling from that. That's oh. how protected we are. God. She's nasty. Just the idea that... That I would say nothing worse could happen. <laughs> it's like, it feels like a jinx. My grandmother's rolling over in her grave going, stop it. Stop saying it. She's not the one to go to. Is that genocide grandma? Yeah. 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 She's, she was. It, it could always get worse. It can always get worse. It's uh, you know what she used to say? Save for a rainy day because one day it'll rain. She was not wrong. <laughs> I love did she really say that? She did. Okay. But in a in a broken English kind of uh she had a lot of she used also used to say uh quit yallering at me, which was the greatest word of in my life, yell and holler. But what she would do is her and my dad would speak uh Armenian. Mm-hmm. And cuz he was the only one who spoke it. Yeah. And she would essentially needle the fuck out of him. Yeah. You're not doing this, you're not doing that, you're not doing this and he would and finally he would yell Ma, shut up. And then she, and we would all stop talking around her. And we would all look at her and she would go, he's yellering at me. (laughs) And he was like, but she sent me. She was, all right, I'm going to go over here. And there was no getting out of it. Mm. And um, was he that good of a guy? We don't know. My dad. Oh, your dad? Yeah. He's still alive. Uh, but uh, <laughs> he's he's. What if we come back and both our parents are dead? <laughs> what if everyone's dead? What oh if my this God is the last podcast on Earth? On Earth, they'll find it. It'll be right at the base of the Statue of Liberty. Somebody, somebody, Charlton Heston will scream. They did it, the bastards. Somebody will have been me tooed. I bet you. Somebody shocking. Somebody shocking now and when this thing drops. We should ask Kira Sultanovich and Karen Rontowski. Why? They could predict it. Kim Wait, Masters, th- when I did Kim Masters' show, she said she was working on something huge and they had to get over at some legal stuff because it involved uh, like prostitutes and stuff like that. Like sure. they had, she's getting threatened by lawyers. I bet that's going to drop. That's got to drop. All right. Well, you heard it here last because <laughs> they will have lived it they will have completely lived through whatever's happened and here's what i wish i wish uh just peace and joy have a great trip 
Thanks, I will. I'm so excited to talk to you. I know you can follow. Uh, I there there will be limited internet access, so I'm hoping to do some hotel art from uh, around the world in Southeast Asia. Oh my God, you're gonna have so many stories. So many stories. Uh, hopefully, some of them comedy related, and then I will exhaustedly do stand up comedy the night I get home. <laughs> yeah, you got to. Thanks for having me. Bye.